At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Patrick Maher live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. As I check out the notes, I have way too much prepared to throw at Michael Lombardi, so some of it will have to carry into oh, tomorrow. No. no, I'm serious, man. Hi, Michael. Oh, I have no. That's Michael Lombardi, oh. the legend. I've got so... I've, Hello, Patrick. I hit a little creative streak this morning, and Britton is here today. He had, a, he had something awesome in his rundown, so I've got a lot of fun stuff to throw at you. Are you excited? How are you doing today? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited. I mean, look, we had, I, you know, it drives me crazy. Everybody's complaining about the quality of the game last night. Like, seriously, did anybody think that was going to be a good game? It's just football's back. Accept it. Move on. It was going to be a bad game. We knew it. Yes. You know, we understood it. I mean, just look, it's great to see guys. Actually, I didn't think it was as, they only had seven punts in the game, which I thought one team might have seven punts. So embrace it, you know, enjoy the moment, like take it all in. It's coming back. We'll get better football soon. I don't know about you, but I enjoy cold pizza. It's not as good as hot pizza, but I enjoy cold pizza. I'll take pizza is what I'm telling you, man. Hey, exactly. Well, look, I'm a fat guy. I love pizza. There's no doubt. All right. Formerly rotund guy now slimming down for football season. As you take a look at Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi line. All right, so I came up with an idea last night when you were texting me. I think sometimes the best way to get into the mind of a savant like you is to get your thoughts in real time. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to get you in trouble, but we're, we got a little segment here. Text from Michael Lombardi during the game, okay? don't You know I got your back. I'm not going to get you in trouble. Um, one question about the game, and again, it was a cover for Pittsburgh. We'll get into who popped, what you took out of the game. Stays well under the post, a total of 31 and a half. We'll get to all that coming up in just a little bit. One thing you did point out is that was the Cowboys first team versus a backup of Steelers across the front there. Right. Yeah, no doubt. The first drive of the game to me, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm a little worried. Because the first drive of the game, I've got my, I got Lyle Collins over there at right tackle. I got basically my starting lineup in there. And I've got a huge guy that I'm counting on. Ty Nischke, to come in there and play the left tackle. They signed him from Buffalo. He got beat for two sacks on the opening drive. One of them that was yep. a three-step job. The quarterback should have got rid of the ball. But he, but he got beat inside by Highsmith, who I don't consider a great pass rusher. Garrett Gilbert held on to the football. The reality, though, for me is 
if that's what they're counting on, if they can't, if you can't score with your first team offensive line, I don't care who else is in the game against the backup of Pittsburgh. To me, there's a little bit of problems there. So that's what I took from that. Like I know and Gilbert looked good in the first drive until he kind of got down to the red zone and he kind of went backwards. But that to me, it's always about who's in the game and who's playing against whom. When you do read Michael's text messages, you have to get through the Sopranos-like language to get to the point here. Let's see. <laughs> so, so, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. Uh, but it, the, the big point, because then you text me again, you're like, look, Tyron Smith may not make it. And this is he's a stud, and they paid him the one constant, yeah. although it's been a little up and down. The, what you, the offensive line of the Cowboys over the last five, six years has been something you can depend on. You're a little concerned with it. Well, I think certainly at the tackle position, not at right tackle as much. I mean, look, you know, they played Collins. They had to play Collins. He had he missed all of last year. They needed to get his kind of quickness into a game and all that. You got to do that. But if they're counting on Neshke to be the guy at left tackle, because Smith has had back problems all the time. He has a hard time practicing consistently. 17 weeks of games, I think, will be too much wear and tear. We're going to see Neshke over there at left tackle. And he's going to have to play better than he played last night. That's my point. So what mm-hmm. I said yesterday on the air about breaking teams down in sections, that was the one specific thing I was looking for going in that game. How good could he play? You know, now if he would have shut out Highsmith and looked solid, I would have said, great, level of comp, not good. But only time you get alarmed is when he's playing against the backups and he's not looking good. Of course, no Roethlisberger, no Dak Prescott. I, I thought it was a cleaner game than but I Roethlisberger's back. I mean, you you listen to the broadcast, Roethlisberger's back. There's no problem. Everything's great now. No, I mean, he, yeah. Everything's wonderful. I thought they were gonna put the Hall everything's, of Fame. I thought they wonderful. were gonna put the Hall of Fame jacket on him there. I don't there. know why he wasn't in a green jacket. I don't know why he didn't get a gold jacket while he was there. I mean, just give him one right now. Cleaner I mean, game. Like, seriously. Cleaner, <laughs> cleaner game than I suspected. Let me start. We'll start Cowboys. Me too. We'll start Cowboys, and you tell me. I'm happy with this. I, I'm, I'm Mike McCarthy. I walk into the coach's room today, and I say, you know what? I was happy with this. What is this? I think he was happy with the intensity and the uh, the, the level of – of play from his defense. I think he was kind of happy at moments with his quarterbacking play. But overall, his team looked organized. His team played hard. I mean, that's what you're looking for. The kicking wasn't very good on either side. But I think, you know, when you look at it, I thought their defense ran to the football. I think they played aggressively. They played some man coverage. You saw some zero blitz from Dan Quinn, which I think he's going to need to do. And, and, and they held in there, and they gave some problems to Pittsburgh. Not that Pittsburgh was playing all their guys, but I thought they did a good job. So I think it's a first good step. If you're Mike McCarthy, you walk out there and say, okay, Parsons, he got in the game. You could see him run. You could see him make some plays. You could see him move around to the football. Their defense, you know, they played some of their guys on defense, not Lawrence but some of their other guys in that first series to get them going. And I thought it was a good sign for them. Micah Parsons, Penn State product, the linebacker. I was going to ask you about him, wrote him down in my notes here that he popped. Did you agree? Did he pop to you? You could see that he can run to the football. There's no doubt. You know, now we got to take that in. You know, he wasn't getting blocked. He had free access. And that's what that defense is going to do. He's got to be Bobby Wagner in the defense. That's what he has to be. He has to be Bobby, and he's got to give him some speed. You know, last year they didn't have enough speed at linebacker trying to play a scheme that didn't fit for their defensive talent. So, yeah, I think that was an encouraging sign for him. He's got to continue to get better, but he did pop in terms of running sideline to sideline, no doubt. That's going to help. Okay, Michael, the Steelers, and I'll ask you the same question about Tomlin, but let me start with Najee Harris, the first-round draft pick out of Alabama, the running back. His first carry, I think, went for six yards. The rest of them, you know, I think he had seven carries for, what, 22 yards. Where are you? on this kid because you got to work on that run game and the offensive line there with the Steelers. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's a work in progress. I think I was really impressed with Matt Canada's offense. I think he tried to mix it up. I think he was under center a little bit. You know, he tried to mix it up. He didn't go all pass, didn't go all run. He wasn't going to line up in the I formation and just try to run it. I thought he was trying to do some creative things for a first preseason game. Not not that he was going to revolutionize. He was trying to shift the run force, trying to make it a little bit easier for him. Had a good run. When when he had a good run, it was really a well-designed. The first run was a well-designed kind of a cutback play where they could get angles on everybody. I thought they did a nice job. I think I'd like to see more of Canada's offense. I thought it was fairly impressive 
early, but fairly impressive and taking advantage of, look, all, every time they threw an out, that's what the defense was going to give. So they were really well informed, well formed, and I thought it was a first good step for them. Najee Harris looks like he's going to be a really good player. How the Pittsburgh offensive line will end up, that I don't know. Steelers 16-3 to Hall of Fame game. Just nice to have it back. You know, if you're sitting around questioning the content and the content being the game, that I, you just, you don't like ice cream. You don't care about love. You don't like little children. Yeah. Like, what is your, dude, I mean, these people on the internet, you've got something coming to you, homie. Yeah, um, oh, we're, it's so bad. We're gonna it's, get well, to, that's it. They complain about anything. We're going to get to Doogie Howser. I mean, that's really, well, they'll complain about anything. A.K.A. Kirk Cousins coming up in just a little bit. Your boy. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it now. And I also want to talk about the Raiders because there seems to be some drama in the front office. Before we get off this game, you know, the Steelers defense. Good job here, Britain. Four sacks, nine quarterback hits, an interception. I thought the Cowboys, Canada, you're right. I thought the Cowboys with ease at times were moving the ball. They were. They really were. They had a really good, you know, they looked like they were calling a good game, moving the ball. Pittsburgh, when they play generic stuff, they're easy to play. You know, and, if you, and, and you know, one thing about Pittsburgh is they're going to make it hard for you to run the ball in the regular season, and they're going to put a lot of pressure on second down on you where you're forced to throw the ball. They're going to make you play one-dimensional at some point in the game. You know, and I thought Dallas did a nice job. They had some nice jobs, drives going. I mean, they gained, what, 347 yards on 68 plays. So they did a nice job. They just couldn't put the ball in the end zone, and they couldn't complete, you know, critical passes, especially on fourth down. They're one for three on fourth down. But, look, it was a good – to me, it was a good first game for them. I'm not sure Garrett Gilbert's a backup quarterback. I'm not sure Cooper Rush is a backup quarterback. I'm not sure that Ben DiNucci is a good backup quarterback. I think that, to me, was one of the underlying conversations that they were having on the broadcast. They brought Andy Dalton's name up. They were bringing things up. I kind of felt like this was going, like, the Dallas is, I don't know if they're worried about Dak, but I think Dallas is worried about their backup quarterback position. I know Danucci is not a – I mean, maybe – hey, look, maybe he can run the ball. Two rushes for 34 yards. Let's go ahead and we can spell Zeke with we Danucci. We about it. That's what happens in these games. They take off and run and they go, you know. And, and I thought the referees did a nice job. They weren't – we didn't, you know, we didn't have to watch them as much. I thought that was really good, you know. So, thankfully, that was nice of them not to inject themselves into the game. It made for a nice television broadcast. How about that stadium, though, Patrick? How good does Canton look now? I mean, holy mackerel. I mean, it used to be a high school stadium. You couldn't even get into the press box. That thing was nice. And, and is there anybody not going in the Hall of Fame this year? Just, I, I'm just going to ask that question. I mean, there, there's got to be 75 people going into the Hall this year. <laughs> and we got, but And, and at like, least the, bro like, the broadcast did the Mater D here to get a table. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They did two interviews apiece with each of them, too. I, I, I didn't – the game was barely I mean, on. It was unbelievable. I don't know. You know, I don't know how I wouldn't survive without the sideline interviews. I mean, I just have no idea how I would do that. But, you know, everything but the game. You know, but, I mean, like, who cares? You know, we want to watch football. Oh, let's have an interview here. Okay, great. Thank you very much. But, I mean, how many people are getting in the hall? I'm sitting there thinking. You know, I'm like, holy heck, I'm writing this book on the hall. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to write more. It's like, a, you know, it's war and peace. <laughs> Tolstoy in the mix. Maybe, hey, put Tolstoy in there. He was a good um, the, the Why not? Put anybody in there. Hey. I mean, is there anybody else we could put in there? The field did look, remember, just what? Four or five years ago, we didn't play because the field was so turned out. Uh, the field actually looked pretty good yesterday. The stadium looks great. What is that area like? Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's northeast Ohio, a little south of Cleveland. It's about an hour outside of Cleveland. It was near Akron, so it's near the, you know, the Firestone and all the, the tire rubber plants that were there. Pretty area, you know, and it's the birthplace of football. It's kind of a little bit in the, I don't want to call it the country, but it's the suburbs. And, you know, the hall sits kind of there right off the freeway. And it's, you know, that's just looking at it from the aerial shots, it has grown rapidly in the last five years. So, which I think is tremendous for the fans. There can be interaction but for the game and you know they're able to I thought the story that Cower you know left that beer for Mike Tomlin and Mike Tomlin's going to leave that beer I think that was kind of really the good things about the game as you pass this legacy on and as the Steelers Chuck Noll didn't leave anything you know Chuck Noll in researching this book Chuck Noll's a fascinating guy Patrick why fascinating you know he had low key well you know he was on the, he was in the press box at the at the Los Angeles Chargers and the San Diego Chargers Al Davis was sitting next to him 
Think about that coaching staff, wow. right? And Noel was really a, really a polymath. I mean, he really wanted to – he knew more about wine than anything, and he was really involved in a lot of different things. Was supposed to go to Notre Dame, went to Notre Dame, had an epileptic, epileptic seizure at Notre Dame the first day. Frank Leahy kicked him off the team. Couldn't do that today. Mm-hmm. So then he comes back home to Cleveland, and he goes down to the University of Dayton, and he plays down there, and, you know, he starts his there. He starts his playing career, gets drafted as a linebacker. Paul Brown makes him a an offensive guard, then he becomes the messenger guard. I mean, it's a fascinating, and then he becomes one of the greatest coaches of all time. And really, I don't think he gets enough recognition for the Steeler dooms for the Steelers' defense, the Steel Curtain, because he was really intricately involved in defense over his career. So, you know, those stories to me are always the fun things about the Hall of Fame, learning about the coaches, how they evolved as coaches, and what they became. Once again. You know, Chuck Knoll played for Paul Brown, was tutored by Paul Brown. His influence was tremendous in him. It's cra- It's interesting. Chuck Knoll, of course, the four Super Bowls, and Bill Berman checking in. I'll get to that in just a second. But the four Super Bowls. Yeah, of course. It's uh, <laughs> a shout to Billy B and his lovely wife. Um, the, he being a polymath is fascinating because you just think of Chuck Knoll as a football guy, right? He was the whole, as far yeah, as no, a head coach, right. 20 plus years just with Pittsburgh, kind of went away from the limelight after he had retired. He'd give Drew Bledsoe a run for his money with the wine, huh? No doubt. He was really well-versed in a lot of different subjects. He read quite a bit on different things. And he really wanted the team to be the focal point, not him. And listening to, reading the books about him, Michael McCambridge wrote a great book about him that I'm talking about some of the things in my new book. Uh, Listening to him as he developed his coaching vernacular, Sid Gilman was right there to do it. And, and, you know, Sid Gilman is a fascinating story. Sid Gilman really was influenced by a guy that's not in the Hall of Fame. His name is Francis Schmidt. He was the head coach at Ohio State. They called him Francis. Close the gates of mercy, Schmidt. Because he was truly the guy that invented a lot of the pass plays that we see. And he was doing it in the 40s and the 30s. And everybody thought he was nuts. And he died. He kind of got fired at Ohio State, died, and had a coach out at Idaho when he did after he got fired. And he passed away out there. But he was instrumental in all these learning the passing game from him. George Perlis coached under Noel. Noel had a pretty good coaching tree as well. Perlis went on to coach Michigan State for years and yeah. years. And, and, that, and that's kind of how I'm getting into it, Patrick, because I want to talk about the coaching trees in, in, in the other chapter. And, and all these coaching trees, really, at the end of the day, and i got to turn Billy B off because he's kind of – I, mean, I hear he's you tweaking my phone here. He's uh, in the mix. Yeah, I know he's there. I mean, I know he's working it. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> these coaching trees, really, when you break it down, they come down to four people. Four people really are. You can trace all the DNA back to four trees. Gilman, Clark Shaughnessy, Paul Brown, and Bill Walsh. Everybody else, everybody is from one of those trees, including today. Okay, we've got plenty to get to. Pittsburgh, by the way, on the season, season win total set at about eight and a half. They're plus 375 in division, 38 to one to win the Super Bowl. Dallas set at nine and a half. Their favorites in division once again this year at minus 140, excuse me, minus 120-ish, somewhere in there uh, on the over. NFL e- N- NFC East plus 130 Super Bowl for the Cowboys 20 to 1 as they beat excuse me fall to the Steelers my goodness 16 to 3 stays well under the posted total of 31 and a half we continue got more on the Hall of Fame when we come back drama here in Las Vegas with the Raiders it don't stop we continue on a Friday it's the Lombardi line it's VSIN the sports betting network At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, you see it there. Visit BetMGM. We love them. Summer heats up. So does sports betting at BetMGM. Sign up now. Use the bonus code VSIN600 and get your first wager. Risk-free up to 600 bucks. Can't beat that. Showdowns, MLS, MLB, got you covered. King of Sportsbooks. Just simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com. Enter your bonus code VSIN600 to get back, uh, back up to $600 on your very first wager. It doesn't get any better than that. Uh, terms and conditions, go to betmgm.com, 21 years or older. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Lombardi line on a Friday, of course, will be here all weekend. We've got Michael Lombardi with the quarterback tiers. We start those. To, I'm, I'm excited about that. We start those tomorrow. Look at me smiling. And I know, who, yeah. I know who 32 is, and I swear to you, I laughed out loud when I saw it. <laughs> Don't give it away. You had to be. Everybody knows who 32 I mean, can you believe Stephanie asked me if I had the order in opposite direction? Like, seriously. I mean, I sent it to her, and she's like, is this from – I don't want to spoil it. Like, I mean, like, does she listen to what we're what I've said? I mean, like, seriously. And, you know, he's having a great camp. I just want you to know that. I mean, he's having a tremendous camp. So is so is every player in the NFL. Well, that's every one of, player's that's one having of the bits. tremendous camps. That's one of the bits I've got coming up, training camp storylines that I've got for you. I'm going to throw them yeah. at you, and you tell me if you're surprised or not. By the way, Good. Bill Let's Berman, do it. Yeah. Bill Berman checking in from Charleston, not happy with the interview between Bradshaw and Dak Prescott <laughs> last night, which is something, of course, that only he would be concerned about. Now, if I'm a Las Vegas Raider better and backer this year, as a matter yeah. of fact, Steve Cohen, who runs Sports Department over at SiriusXM, texted me today. He's a huge Raiders guy. And he said, what the hell's happening with that organization? As a better, you're always looking for clues as to how the team will perform. Well, the quote-unquote max exodus from the front office over the past eight weeks in the Raiders' front office, there has to be some concern here. Members of the Raiders' front office are fleeing the team, and no one seems to know why. It feels like the wild, wild west. You've got Mark Davis on one side. You've got John Gruden, nobody to check him. And then we've got a team in a brutal division. You see BetMGM has the Raiders' total set at seven. I saw William Hill has their total set at eight, juiced up to the under. But what the hell's going on? with this organization here in Las Vegas? Well, I mean, there's two things going on. Nobody's messing with Gruden in the football. He's got complete control of all football operations. Uh, you know, Mayock works for him. 
Mayock, Gruden doesn't work for Mayock. So everything that happens in the football facility, whether John admits it or not, is in his contract to do it. As far as the front office, I don't know what actually is going on. It does seem a little strange, especially losing one of the best executives, a guy that I consider one of my closest friends, and Mark Bedane. I think he's tremendous. You know, he's a kid who started out as a answering the telephone. His grandfather was Al Davis's basketball coach at Erasmus High School in Brooklyn. That's how his connection came. Not that it was just giving him a summer job, work the phones down on El Segundo, answer the phones, put himself through Cal Business School, ended up becoming the chief executive officer, on to become the president. Well earned. But I don't know actually what's all going on there. I do think there's some concerns. But look, this is a team, Patrick, over the last 10 years that's won 63 games, 63 and 97. You know, and when you look at them over the last five years, you know, they haven't played as well. They're 37 and 43. Gruden's career record since the Super Bowl was 43 win percentage. Now, he claims they're going in the right direction. He claims they've had to revamp the team. He claims the team's now finally young. They had to get rid of a bunch of guys. We shall see. I know he's improved the quarterback. I think Derek Carr's played extremely well for him since he's taken over. However, I have real doubts about this defense, real doubts about the defense. I have doubts about Gus Bradley. I have doubts about how they want to play. You know, they signed Gerald McCoy, you know, to play defensive tackle. What does that mean? He's 33 years old. Did they watch him play last year? Wasn't very good. Got hurt early for Dallas. You know, so to me, I mean, you know, this is a team that's living on a memory. Gruden's memory of when the owner has a memory of Gruden that he won't change. And I'm not sure it's the right memory. Disruption, the disruption, I should say, in the front office, that's not going to splinter into football operations? No, I don't think so. I think it's two, two separate issues. I mean, nothing's – look, Gruden's on his own, and he, Gruden's got the owner. I mean, the owner just came out and told Peter King that he's not under any pressure. Four years, nine, he's three years, 19 and 29. You know, when you hire John Gruden and give him a 10-year deal, you think he's going to turn it around quickly. I mean, quickly. I mean, Gruden's not a culture builder. Like, this isn't, he's never building a culture. Gruden's a coach who's going to try to turn it around. There's a huge difference. Some guys, culture builders take time. Gruden's not interested in culture. He's interested in, give me some juice, man. Give me some juice. Get some juice, man. Seven at BetMGM on the win total for the Raiders. I'd go over, though. I okay, yeah, better. but I, I bet you'd go eight, under. You'd go under the eight that I'm looking at with William Hill. So you're sitting somewhere in that seven and a half for the Raiders, right? Yeah, I think they're an eight and nine, nine and eighteen. They're not making the playoffs. Kirk Cousin got Kirk Cousins got his. Ben's doctor. got that countdown perfect. That's Britain. Yeah. <laughs> we come back Lombardi line. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Britton and I were just discussing the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide. Mackinnon does so much work as far as the recruits incoming. Predictively, that tells you whether or not a team's going to be good or not. And Britton and I were just discussing. It, it's just the best guide out there. Analysis of every team. VEASAN expert picks, power ratings, and data. Order now. Under 20 bucks, 19.99, to have that kind of comfort with you throughout the whole entire season. Also, all-access free trial right now, vcin.com slash subscribe. Go get it. Just don't waste time. It's the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide. It's awesome. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. Um, first off, how are you doing on this Friday? I haven't really asked you. Are you feeling good? I'm great. What's, what's Britain, new? I'm sorry. I thought, I, Britain, I, I apologize. I, I got your name mixed up. It won't be the first <laughs> or it will be the last time, but I, I apologize. I had to look, I I had to look at my text. I, I, I had to look sure at the text. I you were going. I, <laughs> I had to look at yeah. the text I mean, to I be like. I see in the corner of my eye. Yeah. What, is, what is the name? Uh, Britain is here. I'll, venge, I'll eventually get it. We're yeah, thrilled, I'll get it. We're thrilled to have him. He actually, there's a. Welcome, yeah. There's a little anecdote that he has in the rundown, I was like, dude, this kid's killing it. And we'll get to that coming up in just a little bit about whether you, you know me in rundowns, Patrick, I just follow I your lead. I, I just, whatever, wherever way you go, I go, you know, you study the rundowns like the you Bible. Know. I know. I know <laughs> your, your father would be proud of you. Hey, um, may I ask you a question uh, about old Duke yes. Hauser up in Minnesota? Sure. That being Kirk cousins, 
who had a quote yeah. about the pandemic last year. He said, if I die, I die, which is uh, obviously very promising. And now he is talking about if they have to put plexiglass around me, I'm going to do the best I can do. Look, I'm not trying to, again, we won't make it political, but this is a team that owes Kirk Cousins 21 guaranteed this year, 35 guaranteed next year. He's the unquestioned leader of the team, and he is uh, rebuking the idea of getting vaccinated. It just, it just, you know, the more you dig into, the more you go into Kirk Cousins, the more you see why he doesn't play good on Monday night and why, you know, he struggles in big games. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that drives you crazy. And as us as a betting network, right? You know, we're sitting here looking at Minnesota, and Mike Zimmer's about ready to pull his hair out yeah. because he's frustrated. And unless he, unless this guy wants to become Bubble Boy from the Seinfeld episodes and just kind of <laughs> live like that, I, I don't know how he avoids it. You know. And so, like, he doesn't give us a reason why he doesn't want to get vaccinated. I guess, you know, I, I have no idea why he doesn't want to do it. But it, it's going to put his team in jeopardy. And I don't think it's betters. We can ignore that. Now, you know, if he gets to Saturday and we can analyze the game, certainly his numbers were impressive. You know, 101 quarterback rating, 30-some-plus 30, 30 touchdowns. You know, he played really well last year. And he does a great job. It's hard to trust the longevity of a season, especially as we get into bad weather in Minnesota and, you know, people come in contact. It's just challenging. I, I, I don't know why it wouldn't be just as easy to go get a shot. I just don't know why it wouldn't. I mean, you know, if the science says it, you know, if the science says it, my question is, I wonder, did he get a measles shot before he went to school? Mm. Did he get a, a polio shot? Did he get any of those shots? Because I think you, I mean, I think we all had to get those, Patrick, before I went to school, right? By the way, he, somebody asked. Now, him, are you saying? Somebody asked him if he spoke with a doctor, ahead. and he said he did. He quote did his own research. Of course, it, well, you know, when you want the answer to be what you want it to be, you do your own research. You know, <laughs> that's what you do. You know, if you want the outcome to be a certain way, you collect data to get you that outcome. I mean, that's just what you do. I mean, look, I think as for us, I think we, we all understand who Kirk Cousins is. We all understand we don't want to bet him in a big game. We all understand he's not quite golf, but he does have times of golf face. So we'll need, just need to keep monitoring this. But in terms of their team, if they don't get that vaccination rate up, they are prone to having a lot of problems, especially as we get into the cold weather, which happens in Minneapolis rather soon. So we have to take that into context. Look, I like Minnesota to go over this number. I'm concerned now with that prediction. I think getting back to the, back into their their stadium with crowd noise and doing all those things, I think it's really going to help them. However, if they don't have all their players, they're not going to be able to to get through all this. And I think the way Green Bay is, the way Rodgers wants to prove that he's still the MVP of the league and Green Bay's team, I think it's going to be a challenge. Great quote from Kirby Smart. You're only as good as your last COVID test. Ain't that the truth? Let's talk about this team, though. Again, the win total set at nine. In division, they're two and a half to one. Super Bowl odds, 50 to one. Here's what we do know. Minnesota, this is a prolific offense. This is a very talented yeah. offense, Michael. And, and Cousins is, the numbers are prolific. Again, you don't want to bet them in primetime. You don't want to bet them after 4 p.m. on the East Coast. Let's talk the defense. Zimmer, the reason I would be bullish on this team is because that's going to be, he's going to be hyper-focused and they made additions. You know, Zimmer, Zimmer was embarrassed last year. That yes. was as bad a defensive performance I think Mike Zimmer's ever had in his coaching career. And he knows it, you know, and they signed Dalvin Tomlinson, which I think was a huge signing for him because it gets him an inside player. Maybe Michael Pierce will be able to play some inside. He came to camp with a calf injury. They get those two guys inside. That'll help their defensive tackle rotation. Sheldon Richardson will be the nickel tackle. And then their secondary. Last year, you know, they lose the Gladney kid, first-round pick out of TCU because of the domestic violence charges that were filed against him just recently in Fort Worth. So they released him from their roster. They released him immediately, which is what they needed to do. And now they're looking at their secondary. They've got Danzler, who they drafted in the third round. I thought played better than Gladney did last year anyway. And they got Patrick Peterson. Now, Peterson led the NFL last year in pass interference calls and defensive holdings. It had his wow. hands way too often on defensive players. But I do think he will be a better player in this system because this system relies on intelligence and communication. And I believe that because his experience and because with Gunther returning, I think that'll make a huge difference. Oh, I didn't realize Peterson was that bad last year. Had 14 of them, Patrick. 
you know, when you're going to play man coverage and, you know, you're going after him. I mean, he knows he can't really run anymore, so he grabs and holds. It's one of the indications that you look for in defensive backs when they're off balance and when they're holding and grabbing all the time. You know, that, that they know they can't run. They know they're kind of holding up and they're trying to push and grab. Yeah, they were. St- it was surprisingly bad on the defensive end last year. And like I used the perfect. Horrible. You used the perfect word. But they get Daniel Hunter back though. Yeah, it's an they Hunter. get Daniel Hunter back too. That's a huge get back. But Zimmer being embarrassed is a great word. But you can tell, and you know, I'm not bringing this up to be political. You can tell the frustration is boiling over when it comes to these freaking COVID. Oh, when it comes to the inoculation. He, he, what, what do coaches want more than anything? They want consistency. They want to know who's going to be on the team. When you don't take that shot, you're inconsistent. I mean, Jimmy Graham's complaining, saying, well, everybody, well, look, I mean, every employer in the country is going to make you take a shot. Tell me one employer's not. I don't Tell know. me one who's not. If you don't want to play football, don't take one. It's as simple as that. I get it. You, you, If it violates your rights, I get it. Don't play. Are players allowed to call Bill Belichick Bill? Of course. Okay. Well, there's a rule in New York with the football giants that we're going to get to in a second, which may surprise you. And then we'll get into the giants numbers on the season as we continue along right here on the Lombardi line. Good job, Britain or Ben, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's V-CIN, the sports betting network. It's Ben. (laughs) Danucci. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A 
Okay, it's BetMGM. There you see it. Frisk free up to 600 bucks. This this is their best promotion yet because you sign up and you can get your money back up to $600 if you use the bonus code VSIN600. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions or just simply download the BetMGM app, which I think is right up there with the best in the game. So interactive. So again, got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. We do welcome you back here on the Lombardi line on a Friday. Hope you're having a great day. We got a big weekend ahead. Of course, as we barrel closer and closer to college football, we had the hall of fame game yesterday. We'll reset that coming up in just a little bit. Uh, it's funny because Britain threw this in the rundown, Michael Lombardi, but you were talking about how, in practice or just in general, kind of the vibes or the setting that in the culture that's set by a coach, because we were discussing Dan Campbell and eventually that shtick has to turn into reality. It can't just be shtick. It has to be authentic. And you were discussing Bill Belichick, the greatest of all time. Players are very comfortable calling him Bill. Well, Jason Garrett uh, was dis- was was talking to the media, and somebody said, it's nice to see you, Jason. And Jason Garrett said, we say, good to see you, coach. That's how we do it. And I just t- I thought that was funny because we just discussed this yesterday. And then in Steelers camp, somebody said, a player said, hey, Mike, but he wasn't talking about Mike Tomlin. And Tomlin turns around. He's like, it's all good. We That's how we t- treat this here. I'm called Mike in practice. So the Giants have one theory. The Patriots and the Steelers have another theory. I'd love to get your thoughts. <laughs> well, I think it's, you know, your the, your partners in this thing, right? You're, you're partners. You're having a relationship. You're trying to make them better. Coach is trying to make the, the person he's teaching better. And there's mutual respect between one another. It's not a subservient role. You know, you don't have to call me boss. I'm, you know, call me Bill. And I'm going to help you try to get better. And if you're not, then I'm going to have to do get somebody else to come in here and, and find who can do things better. But to me, I think it's really about how you're grounded in your own confidence and your own, and your own ability, how you see yourself. You know, and, you there know, you Garrett's been a head coach for a long time. He's been a head coach for a long time. And... I'm not sure he enjoys being an assistant coach, you know, because I think he likes to be the head coach. I think he sees himself as a head coach. Now he's trying to do this job to get himself back to becoming a head coach, which I don't know if he can or not. You know, if you look at his record in Dallas over the years, it was one good, one bad. You know, maybe somebody will hire him. He's always going to be very popular in the media because he's got a lot of friends connected in the media, but he's going to have to demonstrate that he can turn Daniel Jones around. I mean, that's going to be the critical component of all this. Can he make Daniel Jones a better player? And that's really where the, 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 the giant season really comes into play. You know, it's funny. I was talking to a coach in the league the other day, yesterday actually, and we were talking about Belichick. And this coach had worked for Bill, and now he's working somewhere else. And, and – the amount of people that you that think really know what Bill does and how he does it, and then the way they operate and behave is completely foreign and dramatically different. Like it's not even close. It's not even close. Can you give me an example? And so this, well, I mean, just the way set practice is set up, the way situations are brought in, the way teaching is done. You know, every, oh, we mm-hmm. cover that. Oh, we cover that. Oh, yeah, we do that. No, you really don't do that because if you did, it would be a lot better than what you're doing it. So there's such this, this belief that, that New England is, you know, they've cheated, they did this, the reality, when, when really he's the best coach and he gets it and what he does is so far ahead of everybody else, it's no secret why he's won so many games. And I'd like to clarify, there is no truth to the rumor that Michael Lombardi has an edict that we can't look him in the eye, okay? We, of course we can look him in the eye. We're allowed to call him Michael. He's okay with that. Sure. Let's just be, let's be sure. Very, why not? Yeah. I mean, clear. we're going to be yeah. very clear about that. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I think we have to be, look, I think the giants are at a crossroads, right? I mean, Daniel Jones averaged 6.6 yards per attempt. He's never thrown for over seven yards, right? He's never really had a lot of explosive plays. He's had 39 explosive plays in his career. Those are 25 yard passes or above only. He's only had 16 with the, with the great Jason Garrett. You know, and so they only scored 280 points last year. They couldn't manufacture. Now, I know they didn't have Saquon Barkley, and I know they were missing some of their – I get all that. I get all that. You know, but when you break them down, they're just not – I don't know how good they really are. I really don't. 
I mean, we think they're better because they beat Dallas in the last game and they were giving some teams some. But when they had a play at the end of the year against good teams, Arizona beat them 26-7. Cleveland beat them 20-6, to right? Baltimore beat them 27-13. to So, you know, when we, we get mesmerized because they beat Philly, because they beat Cincinnati, and then really the game that kind of sprang them to they really turned the corner is the Seattle game that they won 17-12. Let's discuss. So they open 0-5 last year. They lost five straight to start. Their nice little run during the season was that 9-13. through 13. They go at to Washington to win. They come back home. They beat Philly, Michael. They go at Cincinnati. And then they had a very impressive win at Seattle. That was the win where Giants fans right. started to feel themselves. Now they finish up second in the NFC right. East, 6-10. and 10. Win total set at 7, juiced up to the over at minus 135 at BetMGM. I see another book has a minus 150. So what does that tell you as better they're headed to seven and a half should the number be headed north for the Giants uh, you know I don't see it I really don't I don't see it I think it's going to be really challenging to get there I mean they're going to have to really improve offensively and where are they with the offensive line I think that's the big concern are they good enough up front you know are they good enough to keep I mean Daniel Jones fumbles way too much we know this mm-hmm and he's got to protect the football much better. So I just think it's going to be really challenging for him to, uh, for them to get over that number. Now, are they playing a division? I think the Eagles will be better. I think that, you know, Washington's going to be better. And Dallas should be better. I mean, last year was a little, they beat Washington twice last year. And everybody says, well, they beat Washington twice and Washington's a favorite, so they're going to go over. I'm not quite so sure. That's seven. I think if they got to seven, that would be a good season for them, seven and ten. I don't see him as a 9-8 and eight team or a 10-7 and seven team. Do you? I don't see that. I don't think they have enough talent on defense. I think there are questions. Galladay, as a Lions fan, I can tell you he's not on the field enough. That's an issue, and that was their big splash in free and he's agency. already hurt. He's already hurt. Trust me. You, that, that, that's, not this, that's just the start of it. Barkley has had issues. Some rumblings about Kadarius Toney, their first-round draft pick. They didn't want to draft Toney. You know who they wanted was the – Oh, goodness. The other slot that was taken before him, right? Didn't Gettleman want another oh, they, player? We, yeah, he wanted the kid that went to he wanted the kid that went to Philadelphia. He wanted that receiver. Oh, he wanted so, Smith. Yeah. You know, he wanted the he wanted Smith. And they end up and he getting, traded down. He got a boatload for it. Yeah, he did. I yeah. mean, they did a nice job in the draft. Got a hell of a deal. But and again, this was a defense that, if you want to say, oh, completely exceeded expectations last year. I think they did. Uh, can you expect them to run it back this year? That's the question. Yeah, that's the hard part. Can they be as good as they were last year on defense? And for me, I think that's a challenge. And I, I'm not so sure they can do that. I mean, when you break this team down. And you really understand, you know, who they played and what they did and where they were. You know, I, I just, you know, to me, they're one of the worst offensive teams in football. Their, their time of possession was 20, 26th in the National Football League last year. They couldn't control the ball. So their defense had to play a lot more than you thought they would. And, and I thought their defense rallied and played as well as they could play. But, you know, I, I'm just not sure that they can match that same defense. Now, they think they're going to be better in the secondary with the Dory Jackson. They think they're going to be better – was with, with some of the players that they signed. We shall see. We shall see. I do think this, though, Patrick. Teams play you differently when they know you can't score. They become a little bit right. conservative on how they want to approach it. Well put. Seven on the Giants, four and a half in division, 80 to one to win the Super Bowl. Jason Garrett. Oh, pardon me. I'll correct myself. Coach Garrett. Coach Garrett. Coach, Coach Garrett. Garrett. I, I, I apologize. And Britton, you better put that in the rundown. Anytime we talk about Garrett, make sure you height, you make sure you bold go, coach. That's, a, that's we'll Coach Garrett. As we come in. It, 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 same thing as uh, Coach Lombardi. He, he has, as storylines yeah. come out of uh, training camp, Michael, I know this is going to shock you, but he's praised, Coach Garrett has praised Daniel Jones for an extra edge this year in training camp. Doesn't that shock you? Everybody has an extra edge. Everybody's different than they were last year. Ben's different. We heard Ben say that. I thought I was really good last year, but I'm better this year. Mm. Okay. I got it. Maybe it's that diet. It's just, look, the game's coming on. Let's just play the games. Let's see how it all works out. I 
do like the overs. I, I'm sorry. I do like the over. I think it's a seven and a half win team. So if it's a seven and a half win yeah. team, I agree with the juice. It's headed towards seven and a half ish there for the Giants. I think they can win. I think yeah. they can win eight games. You think they can get to eight wins? I think they can get to eight. You think they can? I don't beat. think the schedule is terrible. I, and and again, I, the Joe Judge thing. Britain was joking that three players have retired. Well, Calvin Benjamin, that was just a saga. There are things about him you like and judge, and you do like the pedigree. Although that hasn't worked out for the disciples of Belichick. But then they're just tired where it becomes, it, it seems overwhelming with the way he approaches things. I, I think there's no doubt that he that, that can be the case. I think the players have bought in differently than Detroit. However, it's all going to come down to what they do offensively. It's all going to come down to that. Yeah. If they can't move the ball offensively, they're going to have real problems. They will. Uh, okay, so and, and that goes, and to me, I didn't finish the sentence, but it really comes back does he have the right guy in Coach Garrett as his offensive coordinator? Is Daniel Jones, and they wanted it, and the Giants front office wanted to keep Coach Garrett because they didn't want Daniel Jones to go through any changes. So they kept Coach Garrett there. And, you know, Coach Garrett didn't really deliver on his offense last year, even when they were healthy in the opening game. We shall see. His protections are a little outdated, they've got to change a little bit. You know, his ability to coach the quarterback, giving him some easier throws, developing that run game. New offensive line coach. Remember, they fired Colombo, Coach Garrett's main offensive line coach. And you say his name is what? Coach Garrett? Coach Garrett. I'll never call him anything but that. Well, I believe they had a Royal Rumble to, to see who stayed between the offensive line coach and the head coach, but that's either here nor there. When we come back, we'll stay with the <laughs> NFC East, also get to these training camp uh, storylines coming out that are just I mean, they're just glowing, the reviews. Also, are we sure Jalen Hurts is the week one starter for the Eagles? Michael Lombardi will tell us next here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.